0: Good risings. I'm Marie Burns-Holzer, and this is Spoonful of Spirituality. This week, we've talked about the spiritual practices around embodiment, bringing the ideas and feelings we have into the physical. We've talked about singing and music, dancing and walking, and how to modify those expressions according to our ability. But the thing I've noticed that people seem to struggle with the most is stillness. This is usually the first protest against the idea of meditation. What is being still for hours going to do for me? I don't have time for that. There is a Zen proverb that says, if you don't have time to meditate for an hour every day, you should meditate for two hours. Now, as a busy small business owner and mother, I wanted to scream the first time I heard that. But now that I'm years into my own meditation practices and I do several forms, I understand the wisdom being expressed here. Stillness teaches us to slow down, to stop rushing. See, time is a very tricky thing, scientifically speaking. If you remove the concept of seconds, minutes, and hours, how do you mark time? the most logical response is that we usually measure time by days and seasons. And on Earth, you would be right. But what happens if we're not on Earth? How do we measure time without a rotation around the sun to mark the passage of time? And physicists posit that gravity warps time. That means the closer you get to an object with strong gravitational force, the slower time moves. Speed can also change the way time behaves. If you were to travel at the speed of light, time slows down relative to a stationary object. This is actually explained in the Twin Paradox, a thought experiment in which one twin stays on Earth and the other travels in a high-speed rocket. Upon returning, the twin who traveled in the rocket would be younger than the twin who stayed on Earth. But why are we discussing gravitational time warping with meditation and stillness? Well, because time is relative. Meditation, specifically sitting meditation in which you sit in stillness, has taught me that my perception of time is perhaps more important than the appointment slots on my calendar. When I meditate, my days are so much smoother. Because I move through them with a sense of peace, of ease, of intention, in a way that wasn't accessible to me without learning to be still in my body and my mind. Learning to feel those subtle movements of my breath, to consciously feel the weight of my clothes on my body, the ache of my hip, and how a gentle adjustment can ease the discomfort. That's all taught me patience and how to slow down time within myself. Viktor Frankl, the Holocaust survivor, neurologist, psychiatrist, and author of Man's Search for Meaning, put it this way. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Learning how to be still teaches you how to lengthen that time between stimulus and response, giving you a greater power to choose how you wish to experience the world and affect the world. I'm Marie Burns-Holzer and you can find me at Marie Burns-Holzer on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode of Spoonful Spirituality, be sure to check out the other Good Risings offerings available in our feed. Now go be excellent to yourself and each other. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.